Two Designers Walk Into a Bar is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. For more information about our show or to discover more podcasts you'll enjoy, visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Hi, everyone. We're going to be taking a couple months off as we prepare for our upcoming season. Enjoy this episode nugget from our archives and visit our website for the full story. You can also join us on Patreon for exclusive content not found in our regular podcast feed. Hey everyone, it's Elliot. And Todd. Welcome to Two Designers Walk Into a Bar, an ongoing conversation about pop culture and iconic design. Hey, Todd, do you know what important event in the world of tech happened this week? You you scored a personal best in Space Invaders? (laughs) Well, you know, I'm not going to rule that out, but uh, I was actually thinking of something far more impactful. Steve Jobs introducing the iPhone to the world. Okay, I guess that counts. Now, the iPhone is one of the world's most successful products. Most tech never hits that milestone, but some comes before it's time and sometimes it goes sideways and gets a little creepy. So here's an excerpt from one of our episodes about a tech product with lofty aspirations that didn't make the cut. Google Glass. Oh yeah, I remember that. Let's jump in. Here's a little bit about Google Glass. And, you know, I'm going to say the headline is that it was both ahead of its time and behind its time uh, when it was introduced. And I'll give you a a little explanation. So this was part of Google X, part of a Google X initiative. And those are the initiatives for people who aren't familiar with that, um, that are designed to improve life by a factor of 10 instead of 10%. So hence the X. So as I said earlier, Wearable technology and self as cursor and getting the internet off of the computer screens was all the talk in the um, early teens of uh, 2000, of this century. And Google initially launched their prototype to a so-called group of glass explorers in 2013. Now, the price tag on this bad boy was $1,500. And... So if you aren't familiar with Google Glass, what it basically is, uh, and this is a real overly simplified description, is uh, it's a display with smartphone capabilities made into eyeglass-like shape that you would wear on your face like eyeglasses. So it became widely hyped uh, and available after the glass explorers it became widely available in what they were calling an open beta in about the middle of 2014. So at that point the cracks started to show in sort of the product itself. Now obviously it was an interesting idea and it had a lot of possibilities. It definitely had a lot of what-if factor to it. 
But unfortunately, they discontinued the beta just six months after the open beta was available due to privacy concerns and reported bugs and low battery life and being banned in public spaces. Yeah, I think people were kind of using them or could use them for very sneaky things, right? Yeah, well, it made making porn a lot easier, you know? Um, Because, yeah, I mean, you could just follow people around. Yeah, like weren't weren't they scared of people using them in like dressing rooms and retail oh, stores yeah. and, and restrooms? Like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they were outlawed in bars, and so here's hey, kind of like where, us. <laughs> so we're glass holes, Allison. <laughs> um, so and, yeah, and, so, and you know, if I remember, didn't Google basically so like you know because you were initially part of this open beta or this this beta program. They basically like by calling it that, even though you paid fifteen hundred bucks for these things, weren't they still Google's property and you had to give them back? Yeah, so it was it was sort of a um, a trifecta of loserness all kind of coming <laughs> together there. So first of all, it was it was fifteen hundred dollars, so it was a premium priced item. Um, it definitely had bugs. It caused privacy concerns. It, you know, it was it was ahead of its time in um, helping us understand privacy concerns that we didn't know we would have to worry about. Sure, Someone yeah. wearing a camera into the bathroom, um, and uh, it was a little on the let's how we would say not cool side. Um, in that if you were wearing them, it was pretty clear that you were wearing, um, you know, a, a miniature computer on your face. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, uh, the beta was discontinued um, for those reasons I mentioned, and it just was not living up to the hype um, that Google was putting out there and some of the glass explorers were putting out there um, as this was literally being called the next revolutionary uh, technology. Now, I'm going to say that this could have been a real death knell for this particular product because big, fat launch and then sort of zero, blam, right into the side of the Hollywood sign. Um, <laughs> you mean the, you, don't you mean the Hollywood land sign? The Hollywood land sign, yeah. <laughs> but... Google persisted and, you know, good on them for that. They launched another iteration of it that had some design, let's say, tweaks to it. And up now until May 2019, Google had announced that the Google Glass Enterprise Edition was launching. So we don't hear from Google on Google Glass in a big way, in a mass market way. They've really sort of pulled... Um, the circle together and help redefine what the future of Google Glass was. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, Elliot, hold on, that doesn't sound like a failure, right? I mean, that's kind of like technology advance. It sounds like um, a few people uh, gave them some valuable input on the prototype. Yeah, it's a beta program after all, right? Except it was not sold like that. It was, again, it was, um, they got caught up in the marketing and instead of being realistic and saying this is a working prototype for the future and keeping the circle small, they hyped it as a finished product. 
and gave it a huge sticker price, as I said. So again, what you have is this product that has this air of high-end, super premium price tag, but it was really kind of still buggy. And I, I shorten it like this. It was a very cool tactic looking for a strategy. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tell a friend, leave a review on your platform of choice, and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. We're always here for you at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. Hey nerds, I'm Sarah, the paper nerd, and if you've ever wondered what goes into that greeting card you just sent or received, well, quite a lot. Get your paper fix on the paper fold where I host an enchanting mix of personalities and players all nerding out on my favorite topic, stationery. From the designs of our snail mail communications to the precious space created when two people correspond, there's a lot to cover. So come grab a seat in the stationery community's only five-star paper salon, the paper fold, now part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Two Designers Walk Into a Bar is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. For more information about our show or to discover more podcasts you'll enjoy, visit evergreenpodcasts.com.